0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: believe.
2: Garoppolo. thrown down. Brian Burns gets there. Spider Man. What a pass rush by Burns! See how quickly he got to the edge and got. This the is
3: Desmond Johnson on the Believe and Carolina Panthers podcast. Here on the Believe Podcast Network Finally, uses this, this music. <laughs> Carolina Panthers. Your Carolina Panthers are no longer winless. One and six on the season. Fifteen to thirteen winners over the Houston Texans and their rookie quarterback's TJ Stroud. <laughs> I want to get everybody excited. It's Tuesday morning. It's believe in Panthers. What else would you expect? Desmond Johnson, Skylar Callahan, Jonathan Stewart in the house. Uh, man, I'm, I'm so happy with this team <laughs> right now uh, to help us feel a little better about ourselves. 15 to 13 winner on Sunday. Um, at home, Hall of Honors, Julius Peppers, uh, Moose Muhammad get in. Good day all around. Uh, just, just a Good day. Now, granted, some things could have went a little bit better, but we got the dub, which is what we were looking for. We'll go to the box score. We'll check that as well. Um, Panthers, uh, you know, next next game up. Panthers taking on the Colts this Sunday, hosting that one as well. Um, we got uh the believing Colts host coming in around eleven fifteen. We'll give us a preview of that. Of course, we're gonna check the box score on this one. The trade deadline is today at four o'clock. Uh, we've got a couple of guys on our quote unquote hit list, like guys that uh wouldn't mind if they do get traded off and we pick a little something, something up on the back end. Uh, and and Skyler actually has a list of guys most likely to be traded. So talk a little about that as well. And we're going to get into uh, this offensive line. Um, they gave up six sacks on Sunday uh, to a team that I think didn't have <laughs> like hardly any sacks coming into the game. Uh, we gotta, we gotta fix, uh, whatever's going on there. Um, of course we're live. Of course, if you want to participate in the show, you can go to the YouTube channel over at youtube.com forward slash at tobacco road sports radio, or on the Facebook watch page at the tobacco road sports radio page, uh, believe in Panthers, Twitter, I believe you can go there as well. And you can comment just like Panther pickle C three Stewart. We need a great lead blocking fullback, maybe trade for all Ravens, Patrick Ricard. Uh, I don't even know who that is, but he sounds like a fullback. <laughs> Whoever. <laughs> Got a fullback name, Patrick. 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 Uh, (laughs) I'm I'm happier than Huggy Bear at a happy hour. Uh, Says Clay Wright. Jamie Reb is checking in as well. What do you all think about What Adrian Peterson wants to return?
1: How old is Adrian Peterson? uh, 38. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's 38 years old?
3: I bet he still looks great, too. Yeah, yeah, Hershey but, Walker. You know how Hershey Walker was running around? Like, He'd like still play? Mm. <laughs> I feel like
1: he can – I definitely feel like if he want – if Adrian Peterson wanted to suit up for a game behind an offensive line that that had it, yeah. Dallas. But I'm not going to put Adrian Peterson behind an offensive line that's trying to figure it out us I want <laughs> my man. man to walk away from the game <laughs> yeah right <laughs> enjoy life Adrian Peterson enjoy life man We're worried about coming at you want to go and you know who's the best offensive line in the league right now Eagles yeah the Eagles are good yeah if you want to go over there and run behind them have at it yeah but if you want to go to like
3: Charlotte, <laughs> Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a good idea AP um I don't know, but before we get to the pot score, a quick word from our sponsors over at Bet Online. Uh, the last of the major pro sports leagues kicks off this week, and Bet Online is your top sport for all your NBA action this season. With Major League Base- with Major League Baseball postseason, NFL, college football, and NHL all in full swing, Bet Online is your number one source for wagering nudes, odds trends and predictions get everything NBA at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access for every sport anytime head to the bet online today head to that's a typo head to bet on today to get in on the action don't forget to use your promo code believe B L E A V to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts and where we normally start is the box score from the previous game i was just telling skylar backstage i didn't realize that james harden got traded while i was sleeping last night to uh, the clippers um I thought he didn't want to play with Russell Westbrook. Remember he's on that team? <laughs> like, I thought he was trying to get away from him. And he's been traded back to the same squad where Russell is like twice in the past like four years. So I don't know what – I don't even know how that's going to work with Paul George, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Kawhi Leonard. That's almost the same player like times four. So I, I don't know. They all play the same – I don't know. <laughs> so that's the NBA. That's back in the house. Like they got too many little guys. Yeah, it just – I, I want old school Joel Embiid's. I want like centers, like back to the basket type basketball, and that's not coming. Oh, you a Clippers fan? No, I'm Lakers all day. (laughs) Yeah, Clippers are like the little brother. They'll never. The Clippers, yeah, as long as they you exist, started, they
1: you, never... started, you, you started to sound like you you had too much to say about these Clippers.
3: Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, care <laughs> I don't care for them. They're in the same building, they're like renting yeah, this. Yeah. Like, I'm I <laughs> stating. Um, the box score Texans, Panthers, Panthers win 15 13, uh, going to one and six in the season, one and two at home. The Texans drop to three and four. Can we start off with this whole CJ Stroud versus Bryce Young thing because it felt like that's what we were hearing from everybody going into the game that had doubts about Bryce young and Bryce young outplayed CJ Stroud. Uh, Now granted, I didn't think CJ Stroud played a bad game, but it felt like the defense was extra salty uh, on Sunday, which I kind of predicted. I thought they might be a little bit more up for this game because it was CJ Stroud on the other side, 16 for 24 only threw for 140 yards, uh, 81.9 rating on the day QBR 72. He had two, we got two sacks on CJ Bryce. 22 for 31, 235, throwing it down the down the field a little bit longer with a touchdown, no interceptions, 103.6 rating, but six sacks by the uh, the offensive line. And let's just start right there. Uh, what do we need to? What are we doing? <laughs> what do we need to do? What can be fixed with the offensive hey, line? Hey,
1: listen, I'm gonna tell you this: we got the best quarterback in the league that can play under stress. <laughs> Because that's what we saw on Sunday. We saw we saw Bryce Young play a, a brilliant game and within himself. You know what I'm saying? Like I was looking like if anybody looked at Jimmy G last night, Raiders.
0: <laughs> boy. Are, oh
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I I literally sat there and watched this watch that game last night only. Because I was like, man, I wonder if he's gonna escape the pocket. Like, is he gonna is he going to make something happen, or is he just gonna sit up there and act like <laughs> he got the best line in, in, in the NFL right now? <laughs> uh, like, at some point, you gotta you gotta just you know nut up, man. Like, and figure that out because you just you're not helping your team win. You're supposed to manage the game. And part of management is understanding who's in front of you, who's around you, and how you're going to get the ball out. Bryce Young is figuring that out. And hes he seems like a guy that that, that leads, you know, without pointing fingers and without accepting excuses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we got to find a way. You find a way to win. And yesterday or a Sunday, that was one of them games that you seen back in the day, them cardiac cats. Where they yeah, found a cool. way to win. Yep. You take that six-minute drive. You know, you stay with it. It's, it's ugly. You're getting two yards here, three yards there. You dump it out to the running back. He fight for the extra yards. Like, Thielen comes up with a great catch. Like he great. Yeah. He man, great. I mean, you got to have those dog versus dog, like, interactions throughout the some courses of the game and that's what we saw with the Carolina Panthers I'm,
3: I'm glad uh, you mentioned cardiac cats because Sunday was the first game this whole season while the game was going on while I was like we're gonna figure out a way to win this game. like it had that vibe to it like even though we yeah. were, we were down most of the game and it was never out of pocket but especially fourth quarter we got to the fourth quarter I was like, we can win this game. <laughs> we're gonna win this game. I don't know how exactly they're going to do it because they haven't been able to run the ball all day, but we're gonna win this game and when they needed to do it, when they got down the field. Uh, they made it happen. Two things, though, with the offense. First, let's just start off with my, my guy here. Uh, well, he's not my guy, but uh, Ikey Quantum. <laughs> we may need to find a left tackle. Move Ikey to left guard. We could have did that when Brady Christensen was still active, and because he played left tackle in college, he was I think he was the highest rated left tackle coming out of college. And for whatever reason, Matt Rule moved him to left guard. I said his arms were too short, or whatever that was, uh, from a couple years ago, but uh, <laughs> he can play both sides. Um, and well, now I you guys, enjoy- <laughs> do, you- do you have a person, Skyler? Is there a person on the roster that can play left tackle besides Icky
4: that's healthy? No, yeah, uh, so
3: we're, we're kind of stuck, uh, and and <laughs> we can and we can bag
4: on that rule, which I mean, people can have, have the right to do that, but. I mean, James Campen played a factor into that too, and they could have made that switch, like you said, before the season. So obviously, this staff still sees Brady as the same thing yeah. as a guard. So, but I, I do think, like when Icky came out of NC State, he had played a little bit of guard in college, and a lot of people around the NFL actually projected him to be better as a guard at this level than a tackle. And I, before you popped that that uh, comment up from the fan, I, I was actually going to mention that because look. It doesn't matter if he's playing left tackle or left guard. You've got to find a way in the future to put your best five out there in front of Bryce Young. And if that's him moving to left guard and you finding another solution at left tackle, so be it. Who cares where you drafted him? If he's one of the best five guys out there, just find a way to get him in the best position. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. you got to put the best – got to get your players in the best position to win. And that's what coaching is all about, being able to – Dissect your players, understand the strengths and the weaknesses, uh, and put them in the best position to win.
3: He had a bad day <laughs> on Sunday. He's out of fuel. He's them. He's, he's had.
1: He's been. He's been struggling, man. I mean, yeah. sophomore slumps are a real thing. Um, you know, you, you can you can add that into the mix that you know he's got the pressure of protecting the number one quarterback drafted. Um, you know, there's a lot that can go into it, but there's no excuse. And I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, he he's responding the best that he can. You know what I'm saying? Um, he doesn't strike me as a guy that doesn't care. Uh, it, it's tough to play the offensive line position, let alone left tackle, yeah, yeah, the blind side
2: <laughs> in the NFL. Uh,
1: and so and, against and, some against against some dogs out there, right? So like. It, it, like, ho- hopefully the coaching staff and Icky, you know, just, just keep at it, man. Keep working. We've got to find a way uh, to make things happen up front. Because um, right now, as one, you can see, we can win games. And one thing
4: to keep in mind, too, last year when he started to play good, that's when they went to that downhill running attack where they were just running the ball 40 times a game.
3: Right. He right.
4: struggled in the early parts of that season when they were that spread offense. And remember, we were like, what are you doing? You have Christian McCaffrey, you have Deontay Foreman, you have Chuba Hubbard, and you're not running the ball. And the offense struggled. He struggled. They went to that new identity with Steve Wilkes and McAdoo, and he started to play better. So it's almost like he doesn't necessarily fit in a true spread offense at left tackle. He may do it well in a downhill
3: attack. That's exactly what it feels like. That felt like he got drafted for one thing, but now it's like the rugs and pull out from underneath him, and he's being asked to do things that he wasn't drafted for, but he's yeah, got new, talent. Coaching
1: staff. new coaching staff, new, new scheme for sure.
3: Yeah. The other one that we need to discuss on offense is the curious case of running back. Miles Sanders, um, Miles Sanders, uh, <laughs> this is a great question. what do you do? What do you do? Do you trade off Miles Sanders? And if you do. Who's going to take him? Because we were the only ones to give him that contract in the first place. We kind of outbid ourselves to give him what we gave him. It was four years, twenty five million, something like that. But he's a good running back. Like I don't want to start us off saying he's he's a horrible running back or something like that. He's a good running back. He got that money for a right. reason. I just don't think he fits in what we're trying to do. And he's just not I, I think the- there's
1: every- I think there's I think there's something called you know, we've we talked about this every week. <laughs> When you have our situation, you're supposed to hit the reset button, and you make do what you got, because the truth of the the matter is, is that you have a coaching staff that has their scheme and has their beliefs and how they run things, right? Offense, defense, special teams. Um, and then you ha- you get you know, you're you're born into leadership roles with players. That might not necessarily be the guys that fit your criteria. You know what I'm saying? So you look at the offensive line, like we just like we just discussed, you know, the depth there for what the for the things that they want to do. Running zone schemes, like like, you know, you look at the defensive side of the ball, like I mean, they played lights out. It sounds like they're starting to click. Yeah. Right? It sounds like they're starting to understand, you know, what's being asked of them um, in a 3 4 defense uh you talk about oc changes like not changes in the sense of like you know guys getting fired or whatever but you know from the head coach uh to now the true oc calling the plays right so you know there there's just a lot of elements when it comes to everyone's expectations from these players and and why they've been brought here you know you could say the same thing about our, the tight end um uh, Hurst.
3: Hurst.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. so going back to Sanders, he's not a bad running back. It's not like he's out there just willy nilly like, oh, man, I'm just not talented anymore. No, this guy, if you've seen him play for the Philadelphia Eagles, you've seen the things that he can do, especially when it comes to getting him in space. Right. Yeah. Now, let me ask you guys the question. Has there been a lot of space? No, no, (laughs) okay, (laughs) okay. So, so if if, if there's no space for him to do what he has been brought here to do, then I don't, you know, we can't go back and forth with this whole thing of Miles Sanders. This, no, Miles Sanders is still uh, the standard as far as you know the type of running back that you want in the backfield, but so is Chuba Hubbard, right? Chuba Chuba Hubbard and, and Miles Sanders, you can see the complete difference. And how they run, they both can do similar things: catch the ball in the backfield, break tackles. But my, but Chuba Hubbard, he took different. He took a little different. He, the boy hit the hole. He he trying to be. He running hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and it's almost like he runs with a chip on his shoulder. And he's, got and better, he's
3: got better catching out of the backfield, too, because I was catching the out moment. of the
1: backfield. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I think the first year everybody was saying he, he was struggling and that, struggling out of the backfield. But the way I see it now is just for the season that the Panthers are in right now with depth issues and all, Chuba Hubbard is the answer. And then as things progress, you'll start seeing a mixture of both. What I would like to see. Is Raheem Blackshear? I've been saying <laughs> he, it all along. He
3: had a good day too.
1: Like we, I, he don't got to play running back. Put him at slot. Put do something. Make, make him be Chanel. Mm. Like have him in have him in motion, doing all kind of stuff. Because the way he runs the ball, it's got a little dog in him. I don't know he's what type beast. of dog you want to call it, but he's a dog. It's barking. <laughs> He's and the, so uh, we need guys like that on offense that can really ignite things and get things going. Right and if ahead. you look at
4: Chuba's numbers it, from Sunday, it's not good either. So it's no, it's, so it's not it. it's not like it's it's one guy. Clearly, dominating. Chuba's played well, but I mean the right. run game as a whole it can't get going without those big guys up front doing something. But I do want to point out though, because I know a lot of people are probably making it out to be like, "Oh my God, it's such a bad bad play by Chuba." When he got trucked in pass protection, oh yeah, and and Bryce rolled out and hit Thielen downfield, it looks bad. Don't get me wrong, he got creamed. Okay, yeah. he got creamed. But the difference is in years past with Chuba, that guy would have ran right through him and stayed on his feet and got to the quarterback. What What's Chuba that did there, body? yeah. What Chuba did there was if he was going down, he was bringing the defender down with
3: him. That's a huge difference. If you're going
4: to get creamed, you might as well let the guy come
3: with you. Mm-hmm. And it bought, it bought Bryce enough time to get that ball down the field. Um, I will say, I didn't think one of the things I was looking at in this game was, would there be different types of plays being called than what we're used to? And I didn't catch that vibe at all. Um, no. Sorry, they're doing like some kind of street cleaning or something outside right now. I will
1: say, years. I will say that six, that, that, that six a minute drive. It Seven seemed four. very like. Focused. Yes, it like, felt it, he looked more like I, I think, I think, like for everybody else, we were probably like, "Man, hurry up, and get rid of the ball." Or, <laughs> Why are we run that? Why are we run that again? We need to get downfield. Like they had a plan, and they stuck with it. And so, I think kudos to the OC for just really understanding what was at stake and what he had in his pocket, you know, to and, and what he knew that he was going to be able to deliver with Bryce I, he,
4: I think he knew that their best way to win that game is if they did what they did and just take up all the clock because if they gave the ball yeah. back to houston i mean all they would need is a
3: field goal yep yeah to, to, to it just it felt like um i did notice there was a little bit more pre-snap movement uh than what we've been seeing which is what we've been asking for just give us a little more window dressing so that we have an idea yeah, of what's yeah. going on but the base like plays and stuff pretty much what they've been running all year I and mean, we haven't really had a problem with the playbook it was more along the lines of execution and where is bryce going right. with the ball it felt like bryce had more uh more leniency to go downfield with it if he felt comfortable with it there was a couple times to Thielen. he had that 40 yard pass domingo uh that, that broke um he had some spots where he hadn't thrown it that far before and he was doing it there and i don't think that's necessarily because thomas brown was the offensive play caller i just think that it felt like they, they had more time to really process what they were doing. And I did hear Frank Wright, uh, somebody asked him the question in the post game about, uh, did you feel like you had more time to kind of devote to the other parts of the team and things like that? And he was like, yeah, he did feel like he had more time for time management and to find out what the defense is up to and special teams and that kind of stuff. So it feels like they're kind of figuring out everybody's roles and what they're supposed to do. And I can understand – Frank Wright not wanting to give up play calling because that's what he does. Like he's won a Super Bowl doing it. Like, yeah, I can understand him being reluctant to hand over the playbook uh, for something like this. But then I also understand realizing that maybe you're doing too much and that let me back off a bit being a man and being able to say, you know what, this ain't working. Let's fix this. I'm part of the problem. Let's do this. Let's do that and try to find a solution. That feels like what they've been doing over the past couple of weeks and you get a win to show for it. Uh, and a part of the schedule where, honestly, guys, we were looking at it even when we did our predictions back in the, the preseason. This was the part of the schedule where we felt like Carolina could really start to rattle some wins together. And it's actually gotten a little better because we're not going to see Anthony Richardson on Sunday. He's out for the season. And I was more worried about him than Gardner Minshew. No offense to Gardner Minshew, but you're not Anthony Richardson, man. Like, he's a little bit <laughs> a little bit different to guard. And then the next week is Chicago. I don't know if Justin Fields is playing or not. Doesn't he have, like, a uh, a hurt thumb or something like that? So, He's not, he might not you be know. playing either. So, this was the little, and then you got down. They're,
1: gonna to, they're gonna have to stop Deontay
3: Foreman, though. If they put him on the field, like Chicago is weird about playing him, like for some reason. That's a dude I wish they would trade to bring back because that would solve a lot of problems in the backfield here. We need that big power back. If you're not going to use him, trade him back no. or just trade him to Desmond, us. Desmond, <laughs> Desmond, Desmond, we
1: need space. We need space.
3: These offensive
1: linemen don't know how to, like, Hope. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that? don't bring any, but don't bring anyone here.
3: Experience. <laughs> don't, don't let them come by here. This is actually you know, we were talking about this. Let's before, just dude.
1: let let our guys figure it out because they've been here. They've been figuring out how to run behind the offensive line. The offensive line is going to get better. Kidding, so kidding, let's man. just let's just let's just hang. Let's hang off the running backs, man. Hang off, hang off them, man. We they, had a, they doing their thing. Man. We had a Terrace
3: Marshall sighting, caught a pass in this game. Uh I actually thought I didn't think they would suit him up. He was asking for a trade, but they got him out there like playing. It's the weirdest situation with him. The trade deadline's today at four. We'll see if anybody comes knocking uh, for that. Um, but Miles Sanders and Hayden Hurst are the two names that first come to mind where I'm like, are they going to be on this roster tomorrow? Uh, I just don't know who would bite on Sanders. But Hurst, that, that's actually something you could probably flip and get a third or fourth out of. You know, he's a pretty dependable young tight end. We just can't figure out what to do with him. And Tommy Trimble is advanced. Like, he's gotten better from yeah, Tommy last Trimble's year.
1: Really well. He's he to He's, he's out of his face. I think, if they had, I think
3: if they had known that Trimble was going to take this leap, that they probably wouldn't have signed Hurst. They would have just let Trimble be the number one tight end and roll that way and saved the money. But you got a couple of dudes to kind of watch later on the day to see what happens. I will say this, though, and Frank Wright and uh, Bryce Young did great jobs not throwing Miles Sanders under the bus as much as they could. That fourth and two on that drive in the fourth quarter where Bryce is throwing it to, uh, to Thielen – and Sanders ran the wrong route and almost like ran in the way of the route. Like that would have. Can you imagine if like? Can you can you imagine if uh, Young throws that pass? It looks perfect. Miles Sanders is running the wrong route. It hits him in the back or something. S- the drive is over. The game is over. Yeah. Houston takes it over on downs, and you got to go in that press box. Oh, you got to go in that post game and explain what the hell just happened. Why is Miles Sanders running randomly across this route? It's like because yeah, Twitter the X or whatever X Twitter. I'm Looked never calling it. All it. Up on never, it. I'm calling it Twitter forever <laughs> until it dies. <laughs> I'm never calling it. That. <laughs> Get you, Elon Musk. I ain't doing it. Can't buy me. I'm calling it Twitter. Man,
1: shout out to the kicker, Eddie, Eddie Panero, Panero. Man, Bunny. look. They every time to- I see Panero, I think of Panera Bread. I don't know why, <laughs> but man, look, Panera Bread. Y'all need to go ahead and give this man a deal. Sign him up, man. Sign up Eddie Panera for a Panera bread deal. Corporate, if y'all hear this message, reach out to his agent or me. Um, got <laughs> to sign that deal because my man's coming in clutch. Hold on. My man's got some, coming in clutch. Got just news. like the Chipotle chicken sandwiches.
3: <laughs> we got some new. The Panera sandwiches are expensive. for What you get? Okay, fourteen dollars for a little yeah. sandwich
1: like this—that's why he needs That's why he need a deal so that way he get him for free.
3: <laughs> get him for free. Plant. Uh, Panthers pickle uh, announced a blockbuster. The Dolphins are trading running back Jay Ajayi to the Eagles. Huh? Any he good?
4: He's that's, pretty good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Jay Ajayi is uh, playing anymore.
1: I was about so to say Jay Ajayi. Yeah. Boy, that's All a right, long time ago.
3: are <laughs> <laughs> in. Uh, come on. That. J- that's What did Ajayi
1: Boise. Let's Boise, see. that's it. Man, that's like five years ago. Six years yeah. ago. Yeah. And he did go
4: for the Dolphins and see what's
3: happening. I'm gonna see
1: what's he did, happening.
4: He did go from the Dolphins and Eagles, but that was a that was a minute
1: ago. Half pickle, you trying to throw us a pickle, aren't you?
3: Yeah, that because it I see that's why I don't trust the comments sometimes when it comes to trade deadline Day, because people be throwing stuff in here and I don't know for sure <laughs> <laughs> if it's right to click it. But it, I don't see. I, I think he's out of the league. I'm pretty sure he's out of the league. Yeah, so, yeah. all right. Mm-hmm. Thanks, mm-hmm. thanks all Panther right. Um, <laughs> well, I, got the, I got ESPN up in case something pops off while we're still on the air uh, this morning. Mm-hmm. And, again, sticking around 1115, the Believe in Colts host uh, Lawrence and Donald will be in to preview with us Panthers versus Colts for this upcoming Sunday. Uh, he's saying that's what N Rap Report's saying. But uh, uh, <laughs> I, I'll put up Twitter also, so we'll keep an eye on that. Uh oh wait, somebody's convincing it. Pickle that trade happened in 2017. That so, yeah, got for bad. Yeah, it's news. Right, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> there was a tweet about Frank Wright's last deadline move with the Eagles. So that was oh, so that was something that Frank Wright had something to do with when uh, he's back in the Eagles 17. We get it together, we figured it out. Okay. Um so of course that's later on today. Um I, I, I was thinking about a couple of weeks ago when we were trying to figure out who's the best team in the NFL, who's the worst team in the NFL. Doesn't it feel like that's flipped completely on its head since we had that conversation? That was like two weeks ago, three weeks
1: ago? I don't I remember, know, but was I, y'all team. remember us talking about the Seattle Seahawks making, making it to the Super Bowl. We did. Well, but I think we had a Man of the NFC 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 Championship. They, I think mm-hmm. we we, we kind of talked ourselves into it. Yeah, but I think, the, think we ended up the, the Seahawks. The Seahawks right now, they flying right now. They really
3: are. I think they're leading the West.
1: They're 5-2. and two. <laughs> Wow. I mean, you look that, at you look at the Eagles, man. The Eagles are the best team in the league. Like I, experience, yeah. their offensive lines is just amazing. Like you got sense. you got Julio Jones catching touchdowns now. Like, how in the world I saw that too. I
3: was like why is Julio Jones on the Philadelphia Eagles? Like because
1: he's, like, he's a because he's a robot. Um, <laughs> and then you got and then you got Brown, like just. Out here, AJ Brown just like really is making guys look like kids, like little bit of kids.
3: Yep, just, uh, you would, th- would you, you think the Raiders would trade Devontae to us for a half eaten Bojangles dinner box. I think they value him a little bit more than that. Uh, we were asking
1: Dang.
3: off the Dang, air, would, would, you trade, dinner box? would you trade Brian Burns for Devontae Adams? And that was the question we were talking about before we came, yeah,
1: we air. talked about it earlier. And I have uh, to retract. I have to okay. retract.
3: <laughs> I was, like I say, because Stu was kind of like, "Yep."
1: I was, I was talking crazy earlier. I was, <laughs> I was a little sleepy. You know. I mean, Burns. I will say, I will say this though: whatever, whatever, you, whatever the GM Scott Fitty thought was necessary to bring Devontae Adams in, I wouldn't be mad at it. I don't even know but I would say. be, I would, I would, I would have some type of way. I would feel some type of way if they tried to put Brian Burns in that discussion. Though.
3: Especially after wow. everything they said, like the past year, like, uh, he's known. When's our
1: next first round draft
3: pick? 2025. So not this year, but next yeah. year or not next yeah. season, but the season after
1: I'll give up. I'll, I'll give up the next two, free NFL draft picks we got. Devonte, For Devontae, For Devontae I, yeah. You give up and a twenty-five, you, and a twenty-six, and first? I tell you, and I tell you why, because we got a lot of money in the bag mm-hmm. coming up here shortly, and I feel like you like first rounders, like it's hit or miss, right? You're not gonna, it's not gonna make or break you at this point. I think now in the, this this day and age in the league, you're gonna go after your guys in free agency. And so, I mean, if you build your if you build a solid team, guys are gonna want to play here. You feel right. me? Yeah. And so, free agency, man. If you look around the league, I mean, besides the Detroit Lions, the Detroit Lions they've been balling on on NFL draft picks. I mean, yeah, last they night they have yeah. they had four four of their draft picks out there balling. Gibbs out there balling, running all over the place. Um. We didn't even see him play them, I don't think. I think he was hurt. Yeah, that was yeah, good. That, they got it not good that he was hurt, but good we didn't see him. Yeah. He <laughs> was out there looking, making people look crazy last night. But 6-2. <laughs> I don't think they're
3: that far off from Philly, to be honest, in terms of if they yeah, see we already
1: each other. Yeah, we, we already talked about this. If they see each other, Philly's going to be like, hey, look, little brother, <laughs> I done told you to sit down.
3: <laughs> you got to turn. wait, wait your turn. Wait your
1: turn. You kind
3: of say the same about Seattle, too, but... I don't know. The 49ers. I don't know. Pete you know Carroll been there, though. You know what's funny? Uh, and actually, I didn't even think with everything that happened over the uh, over Sunday and us getting the win or whatever, I didn't think I was going to have any reason to be mad about anything. You know,
2: I'm going to tell, tell you why we mad, I'm going to tell you why we're mad, What
3: happened to all of the Steve Wilkes fans that have been going on and on through this season that Steve Wilkes should have been the head coach of the Carolina Panthers? They have disappeared over the past three weeks, and they've done so because of the 49ers defense. The 49ers defense has fallen off a cliff, and there's zero reason for it to happen when you look at who they have <laughs> on defense. The only thing that has changed is Steve Wilkes is the defensive coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers. And it feels like he's starting to feel the heat a little bit. He's just like, Yeah, I get it. I know we're not doing what we normally do. We'll get it fixed. The 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 49ers are five and three, and they've lost three straight. Um, and this was a team we were looking at as the best in the game, like a month ago, and they've just kind of
1: I don't know. Like Brock Purdy's kind of coming back i I'm gonna tell I'm, t- I'm gonna tell you the problem is Brock Purdy. He's not you know, one. I'm oh. not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not talking down to talking down about this guy because I think he's you know a really good teammate, you know, solid, solid quarterback, like smart. But you know, I think we're starting to see the difference between elite and a good football player. Yep, right. And and so especially at this level in time, like it's a quarterback driven league. Like we're seeing him not being able to take over games. Um like Christian McCaffrey, shout out to him, MVP. He MVP candidate. Without awesome. him ask y'all who you're and, and without Christian McCaffrey, the 49ers are poo poo. <laughs> no offense, but they just not gonna be that good. Word really? <laughs> yeah, especially if you know Debo Debo Samuel's hurt. Yeah, You're definitely you definitely. kind of need them both, willing and Dylan.
3: You kind of need okay? Debo and CMC out there to make this thing go the way. But it was if going.
1: you, but if, but if you had a, if you had a solid, solid quarterback that was out there, really like, okay, let me take the game over. He's making everybody else better around him. Yeah. Okay. Christian McCaffrey makes everybody else better around him. What and is he? Was he like he's 17 a running games in a row? And with a slot player and an offensive lineman. He's doing it all.
3: Mm. What'd you say? So, any like at 17 games in a row with a touchdown or something like that? It's like some yeah, record?
1: Man. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh man. Listen, <laughs> that man is out here like willing and dealing.
3: And some of y'all wanted to trade CMC. He's injury prone. He's too expensive. Blah,
1: blah, 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 Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Now look at you. I'm really oh, happy he's that have him there down. for the Niners, though, because he, he out there in, in the Sunshine State with all that good marketing opportunities. Wait, that's not... Over there Sunshine by State. his old college.
3: Well, Sunshine State's Florida. That's
1: not California. I nah, you mean, man. But. You know what I meant. <laughs> I knew what you you know what I meant when I said what I said, Sunshine. <laughs> Sunshine. In the state of California, there it is. There it is. The golden, what the golden, I don't the golden, know the golden <laughs> gate bridge. <laughs> thing.
3: But now I'm happy for him, even though again, it feels like the 49ers are kind of like doing like this a little bit because of the Brock Purdy yeah. situation. They trade off, but maybe, there.
1: but, but maybe Debo Samuels comes back and Brock Purdy is Purdy,
3: maybe, right? But again, maybe I that's the like,
1: missing element. Maybe that's the missing element.
3: Who in the AFC? Because to me, I'm looking at Jacksonville, who was another team in the preseason when we were doing our picks. We kind of looked at as a team that could move up. They've won five straight. They're six and two.
4: A sneaky one that I think like no one pays attention to, even myself. Baltimore's kind of starting oh, yeah, to Baltimore get going, one looking here. real
3: nice. They've won three straight, six and two, leading the AFC North. Um, <laughs> Pittsburgh's got some issues on offense still, uh,
1: so I don't know how I long still, Tomlin like- wins. I think what they need to do. Who's the running back? Uh, what's the name? Uh, oh, um, for, Najee Harris. All oh, for the Steelers. What'd you say? For the Steelers. Harris. Yeah, it's Harris. Yeah, Steelers. A, yeah. Yeah, they need to figure that situation out. They, they the need ball to. Ball. They, that's a situation where you need to give it to the guy that's the second string. I can't. I don't know his name. Oh, like Jalen Warren.
4: Jalen Warren. Yeah. Yeah. The
1: way the way he's running the ball, I saw one game a couple of weeks ago. I was like, oh. That's a complete, way, way different running back than what I've just seen in Harris. Yep. Um, but don't count Steelers out, though. Because Steelers can be, uh you know, that team in December.
3: That's an interesting division because all of them are above 500 right now. Keep an eye on Cincinnati. They do this every year. They've won three straight. They're four and three. They always start out slow, it feels like, and then they pick up as the, the season goes. Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow. He's back. Yeah, um,
1: Joe Burrow looked real good. Yeah, keep an eye on
3: them. Game. You and Miami know, running the ball and stuff, and and then Miami. Nah. We, you know, I don't we believe. Really in, I don't believe it.
1: in. I don't believe in Miami anymore. No, what well, yeah. what we'll changed?
3: Do you believe? Because uh, I mean, I just. It looks I don't have to. Be, I, I I don't have.
1: I don't have to believe in them. So I just. It's <laughs> your problem. I don't believe in them. Anymore. I don't. I don't believe in them, and that's it. <laughs> I just don't it, care. It might just be all
3: offense. That's all you know. It's, it's all a, offense. It's you win. All, you
1: win these games with defense. Yo, that's defense another one. All that that's game. another
3: one for MVP. You talking about CMC? Tyree Hill. Tyreek Hill is over a thousand yards uh, after week six or whatever seven. Or hes they've played eight games. He's already over a 1,000 yards. I think it's like a record or something like that. Tyreek Hill probably needs to be up there, MVP. It feels weird that these MVP candidates are not quarterbacks because I'm trying to think of who's the first quarterback you would put as an MVP candidate because usually it's a quarterback award. But I'm thinking CMC, Tyreek Hill. Um, th- those are the first two names that come to mind when I think of the MVP race this year. It who's could be board? Lamar Jackson. Ooh, mm, maybe. Joe Burrow. We talked about him. Joe Burrow. Coming back, he
4: struggled the first few weeks. He's, he's got a long way to get his numbers up, but yeah, uh, but Lamar I mean, I,
1: Jackson without like legitimately, we can say without Lamar Jackson on the Baltimore Ravens.
3: Oh, there are two other Ravens.
1: Remember, 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 I gave that stat. I don't remember what it
3: is now, but the Ravens have some crazy regular season record with Lamar Jackson starting. Like, I think they've only lost like was it like it was something cra- like 12 games or something yeah. like five years like with him as the starting uh quarterback in the regular season like that's ridiculous <laughs> and it's still going on they're six and two right now so you know bro. there's
1: some team there's some guys that have played in the league for like years like 10 years and they played for the Cleveland Browns, mm. and they've never won twelve games.
3: Mm. Yo, you're starting to see that frustration too. Some of these dudes are speaking out. <laughs> They're like, who was the dude from Denver? He was like, I've been here my whole career. We've never had a winning season. I'm tired of this. And then he just started cursing. <laughs> like, he just forgot where he was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, tired. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. oh, That's shout that. out to the Denver Broncos. Shout out. To I, still like them, <laughs> Wait, I still don't like them though. Wait, hold on. Still don't like them though. Well, shout out, man! Russell Wilson is out. <laughs> Russell Wilson is out there, like and Willing and dealing again, yet again. They won't do straight. Jesus is looking down on him.
3: <laughs> they're yeah. too straight. They're three and five. This is a team they that beat, got seventy dropped on them a couple weeks ago. Like
1: right, and they, they beat, beat the, the Chiefs. They just they, beat
3: the Chiefs. Yo, know, I don't know what happened, and I don't know if like. Was Mahomes sick or something? I thought somebody told me that he had the flu or something. Yeah, sick and
1: tired. Maybe Taylor Swift didn't show – I think Taylor Swift didn't show. Did you you all see
4: the Broncos at the end of the game play the Taylor Swift song? No. They're playing (laughs) Shake It It Off after they – Shake It Off.
1: That's my song right there too. (laughs) I like that song.
3: Oh, my gosh. So, like, so she went in there – and then the Chiefs lose, so she might have to start popping up at these Chiefs games because they've won I mean, everyone yeah. she's been at. So, yeah,
1: they might, yeah, they might uh, be paying. That that calls. Calls.
3: Have we ever figured out if they're actually dating, or is this like we don't know? We have no idea. Nobody knows. Like, I don't know if they know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, are we dating? Like, they have they had that conversation yet? Like, are we going steady, or are we just like going to get something to eat? And
1: best. they're best friends.
3: <laughs> they're,
4: they are just they're just trying to get more publicity for each other.
1: That's all. I told y'all, all, it's gonna be
3: a big, huge uh Capital One commercial when it's all said and done. Like there it's gonna be a couple weeks from now, they're gonna be walking out the locker room, they're gonna turn on the camera and be like, What's in your wallet? And everybody's be like, Oh, they got us. <laughs> They've been doing this for like
1: two months. Capital one, we didn't even figure it's it out. It. Are the Chiefs are the Chiefs playing in uh London? Uh are they? I don't know. No, 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 no. I don't even know who they got next. Uh, the it's interesting to see if Taylor Swift got an uh, overseas tour or something like that. She has it on pause or
3: something right now, but I think it's about to start again. They're playing uh, the Dolphins next. Uh, I think they're on their bye because it's, oh no, it's November 5th. Um, that is, yeah, they are. It's 9.30 a.m. on NFL Network. So that's Dolphins Chiefs Sunday morning. Wow. That's actually a, God, I got to get up early Sunday because that's a game I'd actually want to watch. Uh. <laughs> oh, someone, someone
4: in the uh, comments said Germany. I think
3: Germany. That's right. Yeah, because they're doing it. Some, uh, I think they're doing one later near in, in Mexico too, or something like that. So the NFL <laughs> spanning their horizons. Let me. Uh, I just realized. I they're, to they're playing. Uh, they
1: they're playing in Germany.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Sunday 930 a.m. So uh, Chiefs and Dolphins. So um, Panthers taking on the Colts this Sunday at one o'clock. We've got Lawrence Owen and Donald Thomas in the house. They are the uh, co-hosts of the Believe in Colts podcast. You can find here on the Believe podcast networks. Uh, One of the few I think we're one of the only ones where we've got a pod for all 32 teams and each team each squad has a a former player attached to it. Welcome, guys. What's going on? How y'all doing? Good. How you doing? good doing good uh doing a lot better than we had been uh finally got off the snide we finally got a win uh over cj stroud and the houston texans this last past sunday uh and i wanted to start bringing in the colts and other hosts uh hosts from believe to help us preview these games going forward and just to kind of get a vibe from you guys on how you're feeling about your teams and the, and the league itself uh i'll open it up with the same question i opened up with the believe in texans uh guys last week what's the number one thing for both of you right now with the colts that you dislike Go ahead. So I'll go first. Um,
0: You know, the main thing for me is the turnover battle that we keep losing. You know, it it, it, honestly, it kills us. Um, It doesn't give us a chance to win football games. And we all know up here, if you lose a turnover battle, you lose games. And, you know, we haven't been consistent with winning the turnover battle as of late. I mean, you know, granted, you know, every team. You know, here and there, it's going to have turnovers, but you want to try to cut them down as much as you can. And we're good for a pick or two a game, and it kills us in the in the in the long run because we 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 compete, you know. But then the turnovers just kill us to to the point where it doesn't give us a a chance in the end to pull pull
3: a victory off. Sounds good so far, Donald Uh, Lawrence. (laughs) uh, What's the one thing that that I was
2: big on last week was the big turnover battle, but um, right now. And I can't really blame the team because it's been injuries and stuff like that. And, you know, suspensions and things, but right now the pass defense is just not doing well at all. I mean, we're, we're running with practice squad and special tumors guys off the streets. We're having issues uh keeping cornerbacks out there. And that's, that's proving to be a problem right now. And uh unless, Ballard can find a way or Gus Bradley find a way to get things. My opinion, uh, Gus Bradley being a heavy zone guy, when you got inexperienced people uh, sitting in the defensive back room, the easiest way to let them play their best is run man coverage. I mean, everybody, every, every corner comes out of the college knowing how to play man coverage. Right. And, and, you know that's that's what they do best and it takes time to really get into the zone coverage thing that 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 Gus really really likes and man when you're when you're running guys that just don't ever get snaps you got seventh round picks rookies you got practice squad guys you got special teamers out here trying to play you know that that hasn't even had snaps in the NFL you're going to have busted coverages all the time and you know, when you're playing zones. So I'm, I'm not really fond of the, the man coverage in the current situation uh, that the Colts find themselves in the past defense.
3: Lawrence Owen and Donald Thomas joining us here, I believe in uh, Colts uh, hosts here previewing Colts versus Panthers 1 PM kickoff. I believe it's on Fox uh, this Sunday. Uh, one question from the, uh, the gallery and guys, we got limited time, but uh, if fans, if you have questions, you want to give Donald and Lawrence while we're on live, put them in the comment section here. We'll try to get to them. Um, Willie Smith, as I think it's a great question Colts fans what are your views on Frank Reich your former coach Go ahead man Uh so I think Frank Reich
0: is a good coach um personally I think that he just has to be in, in the right situation unfortunately you know he really wasn't given a chance when he was here in Indianapolis with you know the the quarterback carousel that he was you know he really didn't have a lot of control over you know who was who they were signing you know the Carson Wentz deal we can talk about it but at the end of the day, I think Frank, um, he does a good job of, of, of grasping the locker room from from what I heard from the guys that play for him. Uh, you know, he was putting he's been putting another tough situation, go down to Carolina and having a, a rookie quarterback and trying to make that thing work. So, you know, overall, um, I think he's done a decent job at coaching. His His record doesn't reflect it. But uh, as you can see, you know, you guys grabbing the win last week. He keeps guys motivated, keeps guys still wanting to fight, you know, still being early in the season. You just got to give him a chance. I just think he hasn't gotten a fair shake, really, you know, um, to, to get a, a, a get a competitive team that's going to compete week in and week out.
3: Guys, I'll let you guys open it up. Any
0: questions for the Believe in well, I'll go –
4: I'll kind of go off that first before we get into my, my other question because that one just kind of came up. Um, so, in terms of the Colts fan base, where were they with Frank Reich? Were they done with him? Were they really ready to move on or did they really want him to stick around and, and be the guy?
2: Yeah, they, for the most part, I think, uh, especially about mid, midway through the season, there was a lot of questions on why people were getting terminated that, you know, had no real impact on the game. Right, like the offensive coordinator was gone, and we're like, wait a minute, now Frank Reich's the one making the play calls here. You know, he's he's the one doing all the offense. Why? Why? What's going on here? Um, And that that was a that that sat wrong with the uh, Colts fan base. They didn't feel like there was accountability with Frank Reich, and great you know, players coach, guy, make players run through a brick wall for you, you know. But when there was no accountability on that, on the flip side of it, then Colts fans was having a bit of an issue uh, with Frank in, in that in that situation. But yeah, uh, some of them thought the way Donald feels, you know, didn't have a fair shake uh, and, and wanted to get him a rookie to work with you know, for a couple of years and see how he, how he develops because that's what's supposed to be his forte. And he never, never got that, never got a, a consistent quarterback. And they felt like, you know, eh, he should, probably should have had a little bit more time.
4: And the other thing I wanted to ask you guys, and I asked a similar question to the, the Texas guys last week, but you guys were in a little different situation. They could have had Bryce or CJ, you guys probably knew you were going to either take Anthony Richardson or maybe a shot in the dark on Will Levis that early. Did you feel like Anthony Richardson was the guy from the start that you guys wanted, the Colts fans wanted, the Colts wanted themselves? What did you think about that whole draft process and the quarterback situation there, number four?
2: I'll let Donald run.
0: Um, well, I personally didn't think Anthony Richardson was going to end up in Indianapolis. If it was up to me – you know, it would have been Stroud. Um, I just think he had the, in my personal opinion, I think he had the best college career. When you look at it from a whole, like Bryce Young, you can hide behind Alabama and the system and they just roll over teams in college. Um, But I just thought overall, but I knew that those two were going to be gone. Um, And so, you know, everybody was saying Will was going to slip to the, you know, late first round and he was, I just feel like Anthony Richardson got drafted off of what he did at the combat in his his private workouts. It wasn't a body of work from Florida because, you know, I know, which is weird is a lot of Florida alum that live up here in Indy and they all said the same thing about him being inaccurate. He's got an arm, blah, 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 but he's not, you know, the guy for it. And I really didn't see him being that, um, you know, that that quarterback that was going to be, you know, the, the guy to take the franchise to the next level. Unfortunately, you know, I just – that's just my personal opinion. I think a lot of people were, were shocked with it, but I just feel like when you look at analytically where we were at in the draft, when you look at the analytics of what he did in his workouts and how he tested out, that it was just a thing that it was going to be – you know, you had to take him. Like, you couldn't pass that up. they a shot in the dark, and unfortunately, you know, since – since luck, right? Um, it's just been, you know, here in Indy coach fans have been, you know, looking for that next Peyton Manning. And quite honestly, like, you know, you don't get those kind of guys that come come around once in a lifetime. So, you know, I personally would like to see I would have loved to have seen the coach go after a veteran quarterback more aggressively. Um, you know, there were some that were out there that I felt like could have slid in that were younger instead of getting guys that are like 35, 36 years old you know, can't throw a ball through a, a wet paper bag. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I'm not the one you know calling the shots. But I just feel like you can get a you can get a, a Garoppolo-ish kind of uh, kind of guy, right? Like you know what I'm saying? Like give like him with, with some tread left on the tires, um, you know, to try to right in the ship because like right at this point, you're trying to put everything you know in the basket of a of, of a rookie quarterback that hasn't proven himself or a guy that's his ship is sailed and he's just, you know, you know, we can go. You guys know Matt, Ryan, Carson Winston, that thing was a joke. I
1: like Donald, I can guy. tell you one thing that I that I that I disagree on <laughs> is Jimmy G. Yeah. <laughs> no, no,
0: no, no, no. Yeah. That's why I said Garoppolo-ish. Garoppolo ish. I, yeah. I don't want I don't, yeah. want
1: I don't want no garoppolo-ish.
0: So check it out. Hold on. Let me say this one thing.
1: Yeah. No, so Donald. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, go, go ahead,
0: go ahead. <laughs> no, I, like I've been on this, buddy. I mean, not buddy bigger. That's an agent. Um, of uh, um, uh, Tampa Bay. Um, my guy, Lawrence, help me out here. Um,
2: you can call me uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield.
0: Hey, Jonathan, and hear me out on this, right? Because, like, you know, if, if 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 you're playing for a team, right, and um, you know, you guys need a, a quarterback. And you're like, listen, a, a rookie quarterback ain't gonna get it done. Like, we know what we need right now. We got veteran receivers. We 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 need someone that's gonna lead this team. Like, and we don't have leaders on the team. Like, let's give me somebody seasoned that's that's done a little something in their in, in their career. Like there's got there's got at least five or six years left that can really kind of like. Have us, like, middle of the road and we got have other guys to pick up the, the, the slack and make plays. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I said especially, drop yeah, low. Especially
1: in, the, especially in the in the locker room and the meeting rooms and stuff like that, being able to have guys to kind of, you know, sound off and give second opinions and make sure we're on the same page. Like a Baker yeah, Mayfield feel type, somebody like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah Eric
0: Carr, yeah. Baker Mayfield, like, yeah. you know what
1: I'm saying? Like, more aggressive. Like, I just
0: feel like we just – I don't know why we do it, but we go for these old guys – And now we go from one extreme to the other. We go from super old guys that, like, realistically, like, come on, man, to 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 rookies that we're like, I don't even know what this dude's really going to do because at quarterback, you could be a monster in college and come to the league and be straight trash. Like, it's like it's it's (laughs) a crapshoot when you think about it. When at the quarterback position, like, you never know what you're going to get, honestly.
3: So, So, who do you have? You have Gardner Minshew starting right now, right? Yeah, correct. So, what are your thoughts on him? And uh, give me your thoughts on this upcoming you Sunday. Throw,
2: if he throws for three hundred yards, you know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Y'all gonna lose. I saw yeah, some. That's the like, scary thing, like that, right? Because if look, I like Gardner Minshew if he throws between twenty and thirty times a game. You know, huh. any any more than that, and you're you're flirting with fire. <laughs> that's that's a that's a problem. Uh, the Colts need to have twenty to thirty carries from the running back position with Gardner Minshew, right? At least that's my opinion, especially when you've got a running back room the way the way it's sitting. But Gardner's Gardner's a guy you know. Everybody in the in the locker room loves him. Uh, He's got a good attitude. Uh, He's actually pretty accurate for the most part, and you know he's got some (laughs) ability to him for the most part. You you, I mean, just like just like Baker. Is that
3: like uh, you have uh, that
2: every once in a while? About every fifteen throws that he throws, he you look at it and go. What was that? So, Baker's got a better better arm than Minshew. Don't get me wrong, but (laughs) I'm just saying that whole what were where were you throwing that football, right? Um, So that that's that's a problem with Minshew. Uh, Didn't see it as much this past week. He did have that one that one really bad pick uh, that I honestly believe that he threw it to the wrong side of Pittman. You know, if he'd thrown it to the left side of Pittman, that's a touchdown. Throws it to the right side, he it right to the corner you know and you're like what in the world are you doing so so, so he's
3: like the uh the cologne and anchorman uh he's like sex panther where it's like 80 <laughs> percent of the time it works every time <laughs> so, so that's what that's the problem i'm catching when you're describing it. it's like he's accurate
2: most of the time but most of the time most, most of the time, we get it there he um, doesn't he doesn't have a super cannon for an arm though that's 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 a situation you know he's not gonna um the biggest hurt in my opinion is when he goes downfield, you better have some open green grass where he can throw and lead the receiver because he's not going to put that, you know, between two defenders 25, 30 yards downfield. He's just, he's just not going to do it.
1: Shouldn't it, be to it? Standard for, shouldn't it be standard for quarterbacks to hit the deep ball?
3: In this like, level, especially, yeah, yeah, yeah. After, it should be, it should I, be after a, stand, should be a standard. <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really frustrated with this Jimmy G thing. I was watching. <laughs> I was really watching this game to see if he was really going to be that bad. He was, was. Yeah. Bad. bad. he was. It was, it was,
4: it
3: was, was. bad. He was. Adams on the sideline. Like
1: I got a question. Verbalizing, Donald, you, uh you being a, you know. First of all, I don't know what you're doing to be working out to where y'all be just losing weight like this. (laughs) You know know he he used to be an offensive guard. Yeah, Uh, a lot of hard work. A lot of hard work. work. That boy out there, like, eating rocks. But uh, they
3: all do this though. As soon as they're as soon as they yeah. retire, that weight just melts off like literally. Like Jordan Rose, like, like he's like half the size he was before. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's I lost, man, lost I feel like
2: you know, if much- it wasn't for you know, being how many 60? Uh, you know, uh, 60? 60.
3: Wow,
0: and how long? Uh, shoot, when I started, I started losing weight like 2017, like the day of the uh solar eclipse, like I was like, all right, this is it, and so like yeah. I just threw right everything out the house and like literally I lost 30 pounds in a month. And yeah, then it's kind of been gradual since then. Like, you know, like I'll be like, all right, let me lose five more. Let me let me do this, change my diet up type stuff. But I just was tired of being fat, honestly. I, I wanted to go on vacation, take my shirt off and be comfortable. Not yeah, be that guy with a t shirt on in, yeah. in the pool,
1: you know? Oh, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Go ahead, show that off, man. Well, shout <laughs> out to you, man. <laughs> no, more man. So, no more no walking walk around and, around and sandwiches all day.
3: And, yeah. <laughs> For real.
1: Gosh, but man, uh my him. question though is, you know, we got we got some offensive line issues. Um, we've had depth guys getting injured. We just got Austin Corbett back. Um, right, Desmond? Yeah.
3: Yes, this he played. Week. Yeah, I played Sunday. Yeah. So he's back.
1: And um and 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 really want to talk about, you know, Icky, um, you know, our, our our left tackle. You know, he's you know, last year he had a great season. Um and, and really, I just want you to talk to our fans and calm them down in the sense of, you know, the process. You have a new offensive, you know, coordinator, got a new coaching staff, and you got depth issues, right? You, you learn a lot. So, like, from the offensive line p- position, you've played there. You played around guys that have struggled, that shouldn't struggle. Or you played around guys that should struggle, but somehow rose to the occasion. Um talk us through what you might be able to like identify with in the sense of what icky's going through right now. So
0: yeah. Um, you know, when you have a new coordinator, when you're when you're learning essentially kind of a new offense, you know, there's a lot of like little nuances that change the offensive line. And a lot of people don't realize you'll you like you know, but a lot of people don't realize like you know, just like the small things that that they change as far as blocking schemes go or, you know, just the calls, just like the verbiage and all that kind of stuff. And honestly, like, you know, you got a whole new regime, a whole new, you know, coach and all that coming in and you got to prove yourself to them as well. Right. And so, you know, like when you play for a certain, you know, coaching staff, they believe in you, you have super confidence when you go out there to opposed to, you don't know if these guys really believe in you anymore or they're kind of like you're not. You don't feel like you're their guy, right? And so that all plays a part into like a young guy's like development. And so when you look at a guy like that, especially at that left tackle position, that's the money spot. Like if you're not if you if you're not on every game, like you're you're, you're dealing with like the number one pass rusher over there. Like you know what I'm saying? So that like that within itself is one thing. But you know, one thing that I learned is that guys that I saw, including myself, that you know would progress from season to season. Were the guys that really worked in the offseason? Now, I'm not, I don't know what his workout regime is like in the offseason, but it's a constant progression, especially at offensive line, any position, you know, at that, you have to work on your craft for sure. And when you have success one year, you already know guys are studying how to beat you. You have to understand that. And so when it comes to it, you know, a guy's confidence can really get rattled when he gets beat multiple times by, 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 by one person or multiple games where you got to have a guy, a coach that can really get through to your players. And I say position coaches are so important because they can really talk to that, that player and get the best out of them and help them understand, like, listen, you know what you can do, you know, why you're here, you know? And so it's still relatively early in the season, right? You know, we're, we're through the first quarter, what, what have you, but you know, for him, he's just got to understand and go back to his roots of, of how he got there and why he's there And also watch tape on these dudes. Like watch tape on Trent on Trent Williams. I think Trent Williams is number one tackle in the league by by far. Like watch what these guys do. And if if that's not your skill set, find somebody that's comparable to that um, in order to be successful. But at the same time, you have to the coaching staff has to do things to put make their guys successful, right? So if you switch something up from last year to this year, and you know that this guy is is he he struggles in outside zone. You can't keep running outside zone to his side. You know what I'm saying? You can't do certain things. You can't ask him to, to on his double teams if he's not strong with the double teams. We can't keep running power counter to his side. Like we're struggling there. Right. So we have to find ways that this is going to be your guy that this is going to be starting. And I know the depth and all that, he's probably the best guy for that job right now on, on your roster. You have to, you know, do things that make him successful as well.
3: Um We've got uh, Lawrence and Donald uh, Thomas in here, uh, Believe in Colts, uh, hosts on the Believe Podcast Network. Uh, we're wrapping it up here. Uh, let's get predictions on this game. Colts, Panthers, 1 o'clock p.m. Fox this Sunday. Panthers trying to move to 2-6 and six on the season and win their second in the row. Colts trying to stay afloat after losing – uh, their first round draft pick, Anthony Richardson, earlier in the season, uh, for the season, uh, to injury. Uh, guys, give me your predictions here. Let's start off with, uh, with you, Lawrence. What do you think is going to happen in this game? Give me a score and, a,
2: and an outcome. Well, I'm just glad LaVisca Chanel is hurt. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, I don't know if it'll still be out. What, what was what was LaVisca's injury, uh, Stu? Was it like a high ankle sprain or something like that? I haven't checked the injury report and, and, uh, Skyler had to go. He had a Sports Illustrated uh, meeting. He had to get to at eleven thirty, so he had to drop off. But um, I don't know if Schennault's going to be available. Raheem Blackshear kind of some of the same things, and he's out there. So
2: what's up yeah, with you well, having Blacks- yeah. Jaguars guys at wide receiver? <laughs> I don't understand this either, man. I mean, hey, I DJ run. who likes to tear our defense up every every year too, man. And, and, and we thought we got rid of him, and oh no, we got to play him again this year. Look, and then you got Adam Thielen. Um, how has Adam been this year for you? Guys? He is
3: our number one wide receiver. Um
1: I would hope so. 57 <laughs> catches, 581 yards. Yep. Four he's, times.
3: He's become the safety valve for uh for uh, Bryce Young that we thought the tight end was gonna be, but it's really become Thielen. He he kind of looks for him whenever he needs uh you know an outlet for something, and he was looking at him hard. Uh, all day sunday i was wrong that is not a one o'clock game that is a four o'clock game uh on cbs so i just gave all kinds of wrong information there it's a 405 <laughs> kickoff <o'clock> <laughs> on cbs um and it, it is in charlotte so it is at bank of america stadium but it's not a one o'clock it's four o'clock and it it's not on fox it's on cbs
2: uh donald your thoughts what's uh well wait Lawrence, did you pick uh- no i didn't i'm just i'm a little worried because uh, look, our secondary is banged up bad, right? We got a bunch of. I, I talked about this earlier. It's just, it's, it's decimated, our secondary is. And we have not been able to get enough consistent pressure with our defensive tackle out for another, what, four or five games. You know, well, that's school. good for us.
3: Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, so, I mean, we're sitting with a backup at, at the one tech now. So, we, we as a Colt fan, It's a little bit worrisome on the pass rush, uh, defending the pass, getting the pass rush and covering wide receivers because that that goes hand in hand. So that that's a little bit worrisome. I feel like the Panthers could probably score a little bit on the Colts uh, through the air. Um, until the Colts can get this fixed, which I don't see it happening anytime soon, until some guys come back from injury. This is
3: different from last week because last week the Believe in Texans hosts came in here like they they threw a party.
2: <laughs> a party well, and, and look what happened. It and look happened, because dude. every team is an NFL team, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, come so you on. try to you try to kill us with like lack like of confidence. <laughs> no, no, I'm very he serious. Now, I, I really. feel like our offense will put a lot of points <laughs> on the board. Okay, our, okay. our, our off- only team that scored 20 points or more in every game this year. You know, oh, our offense is fine. Note.
3: That's a good yeah. note right there. have
2: some turnover issues, but we move the ball and score. Uh, I, I feel like this could be a very high-scoring game. I, I feel like, you know, uh, again, uh, uh, something like 33, 36. We get up in the 30s. I'm ecstatic. <laughs> I don't
0: think we've done I, it at dude, all. I Chenault.
2: love your wide receiving core. If Chenault was was healthy, uh, it'd be it'd be scary. So and against our cornerbacks right now, uh, the only the only thing is if Bradley decides to blitz for the second time this year. Wow, you know, because that—that's the thing. You know, you want to get pressure on a rookie quarterback, generally.
3: I think Bryce right? was like eight for ten against the blitz. Yeah, uh, well, this past Sunday he's actually pretty good. Uh, oh, I,
2: I yeah. believe yeah. that. Yeah. I believe he's a. But at yeah, the yeah. same time, he probably wouldn't be expecting it because the Colts blitz the least amount of any team in the in the league, right? Hey, so- the,
3: te- the Texans had the least amount of sacks uh, going to the, <laughs> <laughs> going to Sunday, and they end up with six coming out of Charlotte. So, all right yeah, so- and, you know. So, what uh, Donald, what's your thoughts here? Um, yeah. Um, You know,
0: we're going to score a lot of points. Uh, The question is, can we stop you guys from scoring a lot of points? And I don't see that happening. So I'm going 34-31. I'm still going to say the coach are going to squeak it out. Um, We have to win the turnover battle. But like I said, we we, we do score pretty quickly. You know, we're good for scoring opening drive for the most part this year. Um, And we get a little stagnant. And then we pick it back up in the second half. So I'm going to say 34-31, you know, like more said, we're banged up and the interior defense is, is questionable. So there are yards to be had up front. Um, if we just can take care of the football, which we really are not really good at, um, then, it you know, but I'm, I'm going to say 34-31. Here's the thing. I just hope the coach don't lose. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just being real with you. Like, I don't want to sit, like, if we lose to you know Carolina, I think they're gonna go crazy out here. That's just I'm not there's no disrespect to we either. No, nah, we know those guys. vibes. Nah, but know. you know what I'm saying?
1: No, it's just like game, in six. Should... you should be upset if you yeah. lose. Yeah. Yeah. To us. <laughs> you
0: know what I mean? Yeah. But like so
1: but, <laughs> but we are one in we not the worst one in sixteen. But the we Colts will turn
0: around one in the Colts will turn around and like go toe to toe with like Kansas City or San Francisco or, or Philly, or and then ball like ball. You know what I'm saying, and then play a one and six football team and play like they're one and six, mm, and it's up for yeah. grabs. And that's just our mo. So it's just like I want—we're the better football team on paper, and when you look at us from a standpoint of how we've been playing this year, but there's no guarantee on how we're going to come out on Sunday. And that's just—that's just being real.
3: All right, so mm-hmm. Stu, i um, i feel like we're being punked because I—I <laughs> don't know because I don't know if I want
0: to go
1: look at our defensive depth chart, dude. You'll nah, understand. Look. I, I don't know. I'm Last just, week gonna... the Saints toasted them, boys. Man, number twenty two yeah. was all over the place. Yeah, the Saints are not. Yeah, like one hundred and fifty <laughs> yards. Don't had a running had ridiculous back. amount don't of yards. Even a it. running back or a receiver with that number. Yeah,
2: yeah. every Three. running back that they had, every run was at least seven yards. You know, I mean, it was ridiculous.
3: Look, they yeah. said everything I wanted to hear. Like I, I just didn't know they were going to say it. Like
1: they literally. All
2: right, no, we going to
1: All over. Y'all like you know, is those different things. It's like we didn't. Oh, hey, look, we didn't want our first game, and all that was all the medicine we needed. Yeah. Okay. it into. Inject it into my veins. Do you believe? <laughs> I am ready to sure. go the distance. Listen, we are two games back in our division. I know. We're I don't care how bad this students. season has started. Oh, <laughs> we are two games back. You know what the Falcons are cap- cap- capable of. Their history always proves they can start off 10-1. and They're going to lose <laughs> the last four games, five games. And be out of it, whatever you know. So well,
3: I just saw a thing look, where the Saints and the Vikings are talking about maybe trading Jameson Winston, uh Winston. too they already you
1: know, given up, they don't yeah. even care anymore.
3: <laughs> so it's like so, and in Tampa, who knows what's going on with Tampa? Like, they're just like yeah, here, here, listen, here, here. Like, every week, so. we trust.
1: But look, <laughs> the Carolina Panthers in these in these Colts. Look, I'ma say this: we're not gonna have the opportunity to score that many times, but when we do. We're going to, and the reason why I say we're not going to have the opportunity because y'all going to run the ball.
0: Yeah, y'all gonna run you the still ball really Tyler. well.
1: <laughs> okay, because y'all got some dogs. You got Zach Moss. His name's first name is Zach, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. Jonathan and, and Jonathan then,
1: and then Jonathan Taylor. So I mean, if y'all stick to that solution, which y'all will, y'all going to be in it. But we're going to win the game. I'm going to go 31 these 30s? <laughs> where all these points coming from 31 24 wow i mm, and I'm, I, I'm giving y'all 20, I'm, I'm giving y'all 24 because you got some dogs in the backfield that might break them.
3: I don't know about all this 31 point nonsense because i'm, I I'm going 30, i'm, 30 go,
1: this I'm going i'm going 31 because bryce young this last game that he had it was a confidence game it. You know what I'm saying? Him against C.J. Stroud, that's over with. Okay, oh, we have a six-minute drive down the field and we got to kick a field goal. Oh, I can do that while getting blasted in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> a running game, a running game. We need you to run the ball at the end of the game. No matter how it looks, we need you to do it. They did it. So now the offensive line is like, okay, we did something, right? Despite how the season's gone. Oh, we got Austin Corbett back. And it was his first game last week, and we won with him. Psh, confidence builder. Defense Listen, getting healthy. Defense is getting defense healthy. Defense getting healthy. No, defense getting healthy, but defense been doing it with guys that just been stepping up.
3: Yeah. Execution. Yeah.
1: That's what they've been doing. They've been executing. All right.
3: Uh, so, some news in here. Uh, yeah, I, I feel pretty good about son. it. Montez Sweat just Montez Montez got, got traded to the Bears for second round pick.
2: That's huge.
3: That is really huge. Uh what did the Bears get? That's it, a second round pick. That was a former first rounder coming out of. Uh, is the fire cell on in DC? Because uh, I know Sweat and uh, Chase Young were kind of named Fanny <laughs> Durant.
2: <laughs> I'll give you a second for Chase, man.
3: Yeah, yeah, come on, come on over here, Chase. We'll give you, we'll throw that second up there, um, real quick, because we got to get out of here. Uh, I, I, again, I, I don't, I don't, I can't see this Panther team exploding for thirty points yet. Uh, and I know all three of you <laughs> 30-something to something. I think more like 24-17. Like, hmm. it'll become more of a defensive-type game. Uh, I'm going to go with the Panthers, too, because it's at home.
2: So you're saying the Panthers will be the first team all year to hold the Colts under 20?
3: I think they could. I think they could uh, with the with the front seven that they have. If they can put pressure on Minshew uh, with Brian Burns, Frankie Louvoo, Um, Now, they are a little banged up. Justin Houston didn't finish the game. I think he's injured. Uh and a couple other guys there, but uh Derek Brown, they've got the front seven to kind of rattle with him a little bit. If the Colts decide to throw it more and they're gonna pass it and give them time to pin their ears back and go hunt, then I think that can affect the game and they can, you know, cause some three and outs and things of that sort. But if the if to Stu's point, if the Colts decide to run the ball, uh our run defense isn't exactly the greatest, they could kind of find a avenue there to stay on the field uh with the running backs that you have, and your offensive line is actually pretty good. So I could see the Colts kind of playing keep away a little bit on offense. All that's going to affect the, t- the game and the scores itself. So I don't think any, either team's going to get to 30, but I'm going to pick Panthers 24, 17. And I don't think it's going to feel close. I feel like the Panthers will get out early. The Colts might make it look good towards the end, but I, I don't know. I just feel like the Panthers have turned a page. We've been watching them each week. Like they haven't been a 0 6 16. They're Owens. They were 0 6. They didn't feel like a 0 6 16. They felt like they were figuring things out on the fly. And now this homestand, you got some things to figure out in yeah. the coaching situation. So I don't know. I feel, I feel pretty good about the Panthers going into this game. Um, but we'll see. And it's
1: the coach got to travel. The coach got to travel. It's, it's a late four afternoon game. game.
3: Yeah, it's a late afternoon game now too. I was gonna so.
1: be in the hotel room, like, man, hurry up!
3: <laughs>
1: uh, got to yeah. play the, got to play the Panthers today. They one to six. Hurry yeah. up! <laughs> it's
0: gonna get, get me out of here. <laughs> Three. how it happens too. It's
1: <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. You know what it <laughs> <you> is. Oh <laughs> well, uh, man, we playing the Cleveland Browns today. Ah. <laughs> okay, got smacked by the Cleveland Browns. Yep.
3: <laughs> so, uh, guys, tell them where they can find your uh, your your pod uh, episodes and everything. Um uh for especially going forward here
2: well obviously you can find uh donald and i on twitter um donald you're what at vd thomas underscore 64 and my cat is playing with my camera like, oh. sorry about that that's not an earthquake <laughs> i was like what is uh, going on i'm you? at Colt underscore law uh and you can find obviously our audio podcast on believe right and anywhere you listen to, to audio podcasts and you can check out our video stuff on YouTube, on my channel, Lawrence Owen. Appreciate you having us on. Yeah, man. And Thanks if you fun. guys have uh, opportunity uh, this Thursday, we usually do our previews on Thursday. If you guys have time in the morning, I don't know.
3: Uh, hit, yeah, just hit us. Let us know. Uh, we all are running around doing stuff, especially this time yeah. of the year with all these sports overlapping. But uh, Thursdays are actually my record day, so I'm usually in and out of the studio. So yeah, just hit me. Let me know, and uh, I might be able to come through and. Uh, help preview this game so but we're gonna go ahead and get out of here again presented by bet online believe in carolina panthers every tuesday in season um four o'clock 405 kickoff cbs panthers colts bank of america stadium just saw the weather's gonna be like in the 60s or whatnot so it should be a good good fall day to go out and watch some football um and two teams trying to get after it so Definitely check that out. We'll be back next week for Skylar Callahan, for Jonathan Stewart, for Donald Thomas and Lawrence Owen. I'm Desmond Johnson. You've been watching and listening to the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast here on Believe Podcast Networks. Keep pounding. Thank you for listening to Believe.